You're listening to the Whenever It Kicks podcast with me, Jessie Cave. Today is episode 30. 30 episodes of this podcast, which was a pregnancy podcast and is now just a parenting podcast, a solo podcast, a motherhood podcast, a... Uh, what, what else a podcast is this? Just a, just a woman's podcast. Me, a woman, talking. That's what it is. But I do mainly talk about um, babies. I have a baby on me right now, breastfeeding. He's wearing a very fetching lilac onesie that looked, well, it, 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 it was an Instagram purchase. And I didn't realise because I assumed that everything now is kind of, I don't know, I, all of the people that I follow on Instagram who, what, you know, when you get advertised clothes on Instagram, they're all very wholesome and bam, made of bamboo and, um, you know, made of fresh meadow and, you know, daisies and very eco-friendly stuff. So I assumed the thing I was buying was also one of these eco-friendly type bamboo places it well, it's definitely not it doesn't feel eco-friendly this onesie he's wearing and I feel quite but it just goes with my pink t-shirt and I just thought for the podcast for the patreon viewers it was it was nice but I am boiling I'm absolutely boiling he's boiling it's so hot it's it's a heat wave isn't it it's a heat wave we're in a heat wave Thing is getting cancelled left, right, and centre because the heat wave and the kids, kids can't cope with the heat. So they've been really looking forward to sports day. That's cancelled because of the heat wave. Some parents are very angry about that, understandably. Margot's going on a seaside trip. A seaside trip, which has again been cancelled. Well, it hasn't been cancelled yet, but I have a feeling any day now it's going to be cancelled because there's a bit of an uproar on the parents' WhatsApp. I'm, I'm, I feel weird about her going on a coach to the seaside on a school trip. And I assumed we would be invited, the parents, but we weren't invited. And she's so excited about going. I just, I just have to let her. And they're, they're taking precautions and stuff in the heat, but it still feels weird letting your child go alone in a, on a coach for an hour on the motorway. Doesn't that feel weird? But then I think, okay, it's very unlikely they'll crash. And if they do crash, they're in the bigger car vehicle thing. So I just always skip to the worst, don't I? Skip straight to the worst case scenario. They're just going for a lovely seaside trip and I've immediately skipped to the worst. Um, And yeah, I feel just slightly parented out in the last few days because I went on a school trip with Donnie. I was like a and you know a chaperone and I really enjoyed it it was really funny kind of playing teacher obviously playing teacher with a baby strapped to me because I took Becca and um oh gosh boob alert sorry go get back on get back on get back on it get back on the horse um we went to the London Crafts Council in Angel and it was lovely. It was like the, it wasn't a museum. It's like a place where they celebrate crafts. It sounds like it was made for me and my mum <laughs> with our felt careers. Um, and I loved it. I got to watch Donnie in action kind of with his friends and 
go yeah, sit and watch them eat lunch with their packed lunches. And it was really tragic. I turned up. And I think he was surprised that I did actually go because I, he had said, mommy, you can actually come, you know, if you want to look after them, they actually do need an extra parent. Do you want to do it? I was like, yeah, definitely. That's nice. I'd def- that'd be a lovely end of term thing for me to do before the summer holiday. I didn't think, you know, this was weeks and weeks ago when I thought the end of term was w- so far away. Um, and it's just crept up on us. And suddenly I was like, okay, yeah, I'm coming out. Okay, I have to take back her too. And yeah, I'll be there. Don't worry. You can count on me. It's the afternoon, right? No, it's the morning. 9.20, you got to be there. Okay, yeah, but that's com- really inconvenient, but for everything I've got planned with the baby and feeding and doing little bits of work here and there today. But no, no, that's fine. Yeah, definitely, I'll come to Crafts Council. I want to go to the Crafts Council. You all right? Oh, sorry, Patreon. You've now absolutely seen my nipples. But I'm breastfeeding, if you can't tell, podcast listeners. That was a burp. <laughs> Might do a compilation of all the times Becca's burped or farted or done a poo. Or vomited. Um, so, yeah, it was really nice to kind of see the teachers in action too. Teachers are really strict, aren't they? They teach, teach speak to kids quite strictly. I quite liked it. I was quite thrilled. Like, oh, yeah, shouting at kids. What are you doing? Like we were walking across streets and they were like, come on, keep up, keep up, keep up. Nope, faster, speedier, come on. I was quite impressed by... It's not very, didn't seem very, um, it just seemed a bit too harsh for today's, I don't know, culture to be like, come on, kids, come on. <laughs> um, it was really nice, but it did exhaust me. It did absolutely exhaust me. And then, then we had Margot's birthday present, which was Beauty and the Beast, the musical. And I took her with Alfie and Becca to to Soho, to central London, where the Palladium is, London Palladium. I booked this months ago, absolutely months ago. So Margot is obsessed with princesses and stuff. And she, when she knew this, when she saw this kind of advertised on the side of the bus, she was like, mommy, mommy, come here. And then I thought, oh, that's a really good birthday present. And I was too cheapskate to buy three tickets. So I bought two good tickets in the Royal Circle, which is just because I we went to see Frozen in the Gods and it was too, they were too, Elsa and Anna were too tiny. It wasn't worth it. And she didn't enjoy it up that high. And it was, I felt quite sick. I mean, I was pregnant, I was nauseous, but it just felt weird being that high. And it wasn't really worth the experience. Whereas, and I'm not saying don't go if you, like, obviously it, it, they were cheap tickets and it was worth going because it was, something to do and it was worth going I think it was worth going mainly because it proved to us she can sit in a theatre for that long now and we want to go back so and so we went to see it again and I paid for like slightly more expensive tickets but these beauty and peace tickets were more expensive than I've paid for any theatre show we've been to because I just I don't know I was feeling feeling fancy that day regret it now but anyway we had a great time and so the plan was, because I'm EBF ODing, which I, I don't know if it's a phrase, but I'm making up the phrase, okay? Um, or what's an abbreviation? Uh, so we thought that Alfie would watch the second half and I would watch the first half and then we would like s- switch over Becca in the baby carrier and one of us would just kind of wander around beautiful, lovely central London. 
not taking into account it's a heat wave. Becca is EBFing, ODing, so he's not reliable with a schedule. And Margot would actually want me to watch the whole thing because, you know, she she just, you know, wanted me to watch it with her. It was nothing against Alfie. She just, you know, she prefers me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> she just, she just wanted me to finish it with her and I kind of get that she sat on my lap the entire thing so she could see better and it, it was quite it was very bonding experience but I was very hot by the end of it so obviously Becca was awake for the entire duration of the show whilst Alfie was pacing around with him screaming around Soho um, and he handled it amazingly he was so great and calm and just you know, wanted me to have a good time with Margot. And I realised it was the first time me and Margot had been alone together like that for a prolonged experience since since Becca was born and for actually a really long time. And it did just remind me that she's still so little and turning six. Like, I just can't believe she's turning six. And I was just thinking today, she was turning four. No, she was, th- she was only three when the pandemic started. So she's turned... Four, five, four and five. And we're still, you know, people are starting to wear masks again. COVID's ramping up again. It's amazing to think that half her life almost has been informed by COVID in a lot of ways. Did I just hurt you? Sorry. Oh, you okay? No, you're a strong boy. Um, so, yeah, I feel I just found a video today of her washing her hands, showing me washing her hands after coming back from nursery. So this would have been in March 2020. And teaching me how to wash my hands, obviously completely inaccurately, like I just slapping her hands on the sink and not not washing them at all thoroughly. And it just reminded me how much they've learned in the last few years. And, you know, they've been exposed to so much at that age. I just really wonder what, what the long-term impacts of kids with co- um, in this COVID time are going to, what the long-term impacts are going to be. I think I just Alfie come, came, come back in. Alfie's gone off to do his podcast while I do my podcast. My mum has the kids for the night. That's the day I do this podcast. If you haven't worked that out, 30 episodes in. Um, Probably shouldn't do it on the day that I have only three out of four of the kids because I'm quite tired. And I've realised that I just can't relax. Just can't relax. Really need to get into something to just force me to relax. Maybe I should take up knitting or something, but you can't knit when you're breastfeeding, can you? It's probably is some kind of contraption to to help you. So Alfie, any second will come up here and now I feel kind of like inhibited by talking freely if you haven't noticed that. We'll see. So I've got a lot of things to do what, what with the kids, with my mum. So I have got a lot of questions about childcare recently. Ow. Good boy. Oh, I'm here. I'm still here. Don't worry. Um, he hasn't got into a dummy yet, Becca, because I'm EBFing ODing and dummies kind of affect, affect things. They don't, but I've read that. I just really don't think dummies affect things, surely. Apparently exclusive, exclusive breastfeeding is when they don't even have a dummy because that could affect your milk supply. Um, but he has started sucking his hands quite kind of... He really enjoys sucking his hands. He's got a little blister. Well, not, he's, he's forming a little blister on his hands because he's sucking them so much, which is quite impressive. But it's great because it's self-soothing, isn't it? 
teaching him to self-soothe. It's a really hard word to say, self-soothe. So my mum is just, I'm going to get him back on the boob. That's what I'm going to do. Pause. Should I sing while I'm getting him on the boob? Patreon, you have to pause too. Sorry if you see my nipple. Again. Right. La, 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 la. Ow, ow. That's my hair. Oh, you actually like looking back there. Maybe I should start doing the podcast standing up. That's a good plan. Because then I can sway. Um, so my mum has them once a week at the moment, which is just incredible. So she, she has them from after school pick up to the next morning when I pick up 10. Um, and I'm trying to work out a system when I start writing again in September uh, of having two days a week, two or three days a week, like nine till three where I work. That sounds like I just can't even imagine having that amount of time actually. But at the moment I don't have that. I probably have this time only. I probably have, I probably actually work for, oh my God, I don't even know. In terms of podcast work, say with BB, like that's two hours a week. And then in terms of my own self, like writing work, ideas, pitching, TV stuff, that's like whenever 10 sleeping. So that's say an hour. But obviously if he doesn't sleep, then that doesn't work out. And obviously if I'm knackered, and I have spent half an hour of the nap trying to get him to sleep and then pretending I'm asleep and then he wakes up. So I just can't even really think about how much I'm actually working right now. And I think that's where I've gone wrong because I've not had a system in place. And, and so I've not actually let myself off the hook. I'm constantly thinking I should be doing work. And then when I'm not, I kind of feel like I've been working anyway because I've been thinking about work. Um... Anyway, so from September, I'm going to try and have... Ah, you got my hair, haven't you? You like my hair, don't you? Ow, it's really grabbing my hair now. Ow, you actually, you pulled some out. Thank you for that. So from September, I'm going to try and just ease in two or three days a week. And then by Christmas, by December, I want to be like on quite a few more than that. I don't know how I'm going to do it, to be honest. I really don't. Um, but I'm I'm trying very hard to get this book done. Um, sorry if this has been quite haphazard, this episode. Did I say that last time too? They've both been quite haphazard. Basically, I should do them when Becca's asleep. But again, can't rely. Can't rely on him. He's a lovely baby, but I cannot rely on him. So... When my mum has them, I should be using that time to either relax or work. But what happens is I change the sheets. I sort out the laundry. I do the dishes. I tidy up. I hoover. I sit down and watch a little bit of the news and get incredibly depressed. I check for ants. Ant update. Have not seen an ant since the PVA glue. I am a genius. I'm a genius. So what I'm trying to say is housework really takes a lot, up a lot of my time and I resent it, really resent it. 
because I don't have a cleaner, obviously. I don't like mess, but I'm also not, I'm not like, I'm not, I'm not one of those clean freaks, you know, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't get on one of those programs, but I just like it being ordered enough so that my mind can think clearer. It's all right. And I, I think I'm going to have to let that go in order to, to get a little bit more peace with, well, I think I'm gonna have to let that go if I want to step up my workload is what I'm trying to say, because I'm spending the time where I could be writing, cleaning. And I don't know if it's just like an extreme form of procrastination, which I've mastered over the years, but I really need to just let go of this, the the necessity for it to be clean or I need to find a way of making more money so I can afford a cleaner. But that feels like just stupid. But it's amazing just to think about how, I mean, and obviously Alfie helps too, but it's just, it's, I've got different standards. I've got like, you know, anal standards and he doesn't. So it's a bit frustrating, really. I don't want to live in a messy house, but if, unless you keep on top of that laundry, there's so much laundry to do. Just so much. And I was going to do like a reel about laundry because I was like, this is ridiculous. But I was like, I don't want to be kind of a cliche of, oh, mum doing her laundry. Mum complaining about the amount of laundry she's got to do. Well, but, you know, it's, it really is a bit annoying, isn't it? Okay. Bucca, are you complaining a bit? Look, I just need some food. More food. It's just really hot breastfeeding, isn't it? It just makes you really hot. <laughs> it's all right, little boy. Right, that's a quick fire podcast today. I'm sorry. You can hear how frustrated he is in this heat. But um, there he goes. Thank you for listening, everybody. If you want to watch this haphazard podcast, you can become a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cave sisters. There's lots of really fun content coming up actually this week with Margot's birthday party and stuff. Um, and Phoebe's going to cut my hair because I looked ridiculous when I saw myself filming the other week. Anyway, lots of love. Take care. Goodbye.